Well, 2020 is over. Thanks be to God. So what happens now? What happens? Like, don't cover your ears and scream at this, but what happens if 2021 is not any better? Externally, at least. What happens if 2021 is worse? I hope not. But it could surely happen. By the standards of human history, for us, who are here, present, alive, with enough food on the table and the ability even to pray along with Mass for the safe, from the safety of our homes if we're sick or immunocompromised. What happens? When, um, when we are in the middle of hard times, when we are in the middle of times that are desolate, our temptation is to forget all of the good things that God has done in the past and to lose hope in all of the good things that God can do in the future. So we grasp at something that, or we're tempted at least, to grasp at something that can feel like we have some kind of control or some kind of end or some, some kind of relief to the bad thing that has happened. And, and honestly, that's what we're tempted to do. That's what most of us, maybe not everybody in this church, but me and I think most people in the world and probably most of us together in the church are tempted to grasp at 2021 like that. Man, 2020 was bad. I don't like it. I want to get out of it. I have forgotten the good things that God did in 2019 or in the beginning of 2021 or even in the midst of all the difficulties and sufferings. I've, I've lost hope that God is going to do His thing, that God is going to provide His grace, that God is going to give His peace in His time. So I grasp at January 1st of 2021 as if that is going to be the time where everything magically becomes better. Well, I, I, I do think it is likely that things in the world will get better this year. But, but they, they ain't better today. And God wants to work in your life and in my life, not just in July or March or February, but today. How does God want to do that? Well, the blessing that we heard in the first reading. May the Lord shine His face upon you. It says, I'm pretty sure in the Hebrew. And give you peace. We want peace. How do we get peace? We allow the Lord to smile upon us. 
We allow ourselves to receive the gaze of God, to see his face. How can we do that? Well, the second reading tells us that. Because the second reading tells us that we have received a spirit of adoption by which we cry out to God our Father. Today, we celebrate the solemnity of Mary, Mother of God. This feast day used to be the feast of the circumcision of the Lord. And Paul tells us in Romans that circumcision is a prefigurement, is a type of baptism. You and I received baptism and became part of the people of God. You and I received baptism and became another Christ. Like you are part of the body of Christ. In a sense, in a real sense, sacramentally, like you are Jesus. You are beloved son, daughter of God. Wow. Okay, so I am a be- I, I am beloved son of God. That means that God is going to take care of me. There may be times of difficulty. In fact, there are certainly times of difficulty. There are certainly times of trial. But it is a promise. Like, that's what parents do. Parents take care of their children. So God will, is taking care of me. And that gives me peace. That gives us the resilience to live good and holy and even happy lives in the midst of many, many struggles. But we forget. So how do we stop forgetting? Well, the Gospel today tells us that Mary took all these things and pondered them in her heart. Remembering the good works of God has to be intentional. I don't know what the best intentional way looks like for you, but for some people, it looks like once a day, like writing down three things that we're grateful for. For some people, it looks like Every day after you, after you pray, taking out a journal and writing what you perceive the Lord to be saying or doing or what stuck out to you in your Bible reading or your rosary praying or however you're praying. Some people, or actually most people, in some context, it's to talk to our friends. Like good friends with holy conversation about what God is doing, about what my hopes are like for the year, about what God has done. So that when I'm down and then I go talk to the same friend, I'm like, man, the, the world is going to end and it's terrible and like I'm done. He or she can remind me, well, what, about, what about three weeks ago? Like when, when you knew the Lord's presence. What about last week or three months ago or, or yesterday? Like when that, when that great thing happened. So our friends, our journals, Reading good books in the scriptures can help us to ponder what God has done throughout history and what God has done personally in my life. So today, 
as we begin this new year, the church gives us this opportunity to entrust our year to Mary, the mother of God. To Mary, because she is the mother of Jesus Christ, who is God and man, and because you and I have been baptized, is our mother. Mary, who also cares for us. Mary, who supports us. Mary, who takes our intentions into her holy hands, purifies them and magnifies them and presents them to the Lord God. We are children of God. God cares for us. And perhaps the challenge that we are being invited into today is to ponder that, to remember that. Read the Bible. Read the Bible this year to remember how God has worked throughout history. Write in a journal. Share with your friends to remember how God has worked in your life. And may the Lord let his face shine upon you and bring you peace.